Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first episode, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. Again, I am just so grateful that you guys decide to tune in each and every episode. If you missed out on back to school series, you definitely want to go check out those episodes. We started off with Aisha talking about saving on back to school shopping. And this is actually helpful too if you are still shopping or your kids just started school and you still need to buy more things. It's still helpful. And I think there are some things in there that will help you save also in the long run. So that's definitely a good one to check out. We then talked about creating routines that actually worked in the school year with Grit Mom, also known as Khadijah, and she's an educator who has tons of years of experience and was able to give us some tips for creating routines that work. We then talked with Sabrina, who gave us some tips for keeping our houses clean as busy single moms, and then we talked to Lakeisha, who gave us some tips on managing our children's behavior. So these are all, again, helpful episodes to get us through um, this school year. So if you have kids that are in school, which I'm sure most of us do, um, definitely go check out those episodes. I also want to ask you guys for a very small favor. If you have been listening to the podcast then you will be able to attest to these questions. And even if you are a new listener and you listen to the end of this episode, then I want you to do the same. I'm going to put a link to a survey in the show notes, and I would greatly appreciate it if you all can just take five minutes out of your time to um, fill out those questions. It would help me improve and figure out what you guys actually want from this podcast. So again, that survey link will be in the show notes and I would greatly appreciate it if you took out some time to do that for me. Okay. All right. So today we are actually starting the single dad series. I have the privilege of sitting down to chat with Tyrese. He's like half of the Absent Dad podcast. And we talked about what it was like for him as a single dad. So if you are interested to know, then you definitely want to stay tuned. If you have not taken out the time to subscribe, go ahead and pause this so you can do so. That way you never miss an episode and you're always receiving those notifications. If you have been listening and you haven't left a review, please take some time to do that as well. If you are listening on Apple Podcast, um, leave a review below the episode and you can also rate the podcast on Apple Podcast. So again, thank you guys so much. Let's get into this episode. Hi, Tyrese. Welcome to Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. So excited to have you on to chat about co-parenting. How are you today? I'm doing well, and thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here as well, to have this conversation. Uh, it's it's a blessing. Um, get to share my point of view. <laughs> I guess the male version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. I'm, yeah. So, so tell us about exciting. 
Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm, my name is Terrence Bergman. I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm a manager. I'm 31. Uh, I have a three-year-old beautiful daughter. I only have one child. She's my little blessing. Uh, <laughs> this is my little everything. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything I do is pretty much for her. Uh, that's that's it. I I love sports. Um, okay, love awesome. Being around her, yeah, yeah, pretty a man's man. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tyrese, how long have you been a single parent, or? Like co-parenting, how long has it been for you guys? Uh, I guess, I guess you could say I want to say about two years, a little bit more than two years. We never really, really were together, together. But it was, I guess, I'm a a male. You get to to clear the air. I'm a male. You know, we were. I met her in college, and you know, we never really had a, you know, relationship. Yeah, and said this is what it is, and this is what it's gonna be, and that was probably my fault because I never was really the best at communication. But I, I, I was always the type, you know, you could just go off of my actions, and you know, <laughs> then that was that's what it is. <laughs> if I, my actions are saying one thing, I'm, I'm expecting you to get it. But it was never that talk, so you know, it, it was, you know, always blurred lines. So it never yeah. really kind of worked out on birth both ends so it's like eh, you know like you do one thing and then not and then it's like oh now we're just done because we both did bad things and it's like we can't get over them so it's just like all right whatever but I would say probably I'll say we've been co-parenting for about two years and when my daughter first got here we were still in that little gray area you know what could be you know let's try you know you never know so let me get this straight, Tyrese. <laughs> so you guys were basically fooling around. She got pregnant, and you guys try to work it out because she was pregnant. Was that basically um, or it was a little bit more fooling around? Like we were like, I guess you can kind of say together without a title. Like I, she was the only one. I was the only one, and we were, and it's been it was going on for probably about three or four years so you know okay interesting so, um, so you yeah, also said, it just happened wait you talking about the pregnancy yeah 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 i wouldn't say it just like happened like oh you know we were just fooling around for a couple months and uh she wound up pregnant you know we we're playing with fire we got burned to say the least <laughs> <laughs> So listen, I was listening to that episode where you guys um, were talking about preventing deadbeat dads and Mm -hmm. talking about communication, right? So you mentioned earlier that you didn't really have that conversation as to like what it was, right? So you guys. Like my my early, before my daughter was terrible with communication, like just the worst communicator. And it was just like. Look, like it go off of my actions, and I just expect you to know what it is. <laughs> the type of thing I was, I don't know, and I and I'm looking back at at the old me now, and I'm just like, and I can tell myself that, like I understand where I went wrong as a youth and what I was thinking. It was just all wrong, you know. But yeah, that that was bad. 
but now I'm I'm more in tune with myself and I can, you know, express express myself a little bit better, you know, come, you know, using using my words, communicate in in many forms, you know, let people know how I'm feeling and what I want and what needs to happen and where we're at, you know what I mean? Yeah, but for sure. Me, that, that was that was probably me. <laughs> Not gonna <laughs> put that blame on anybody else. I mean, I honestly think that, like, the college years, like, nobody ever just talked to you about really learning how to communicate with somebody you're dating or having sex with or whatever. I just think that that is, like, a huge issue, you know? No, it it really is. Uh, And it kind of gets, like, swept under the rug because it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Because, you know, as long as everybody's happy, you know, you're getting what you're – what you want in the college, you know, realm of things. And that atmosphere is different than the real world. So, but you leave college and it's like, oh, okay, you got to really communicate because there's a lot going on. You know what I mean? There's, there's, it isn't that little fake fantasy world. Because I think college is a fantasy world. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it is. Like, I love it, but it's, it's not real, real life there, you know. Everything's cheaper, you know. You can you know, like I like no real anybody, you know. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like in a real world, you have to take a a a, a lady on a date. <laughs> in college, or you have to say, "Yeah, what you doing tonight? Come over." You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's two, oh my god! It's two different. It's two different worlds. It's two different worlds. So it's like a little fantasy world in there. It's like once you get out of there, it's like culture shock. It's like, oh my god, you want me to do that? Oh my god, you want to buy you trunks? Oh, I never had to do this before. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> I, I love it though. I love my college life. It was, it was fun. Yeah, and because you're Greek, right? So <laughs> I was like, yeah. that wasn't even a problem. Like, you know, you have those girls who are just like, okay, like he's this, and I'm going to talk to him because he's, you know. So I totally get it. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I guess. So going yeah. back to what you said about you guys have been co-parenting for about two years or so, right? Yes. Okay. So, you know, I guess like during the first year of your daughter's life, you know, you guys tried mm-hmm. to work it out. Um, at the time, were you cohabitating or were you kind of like living separately? Um, A little bit of both. And I, that's probably something that, you know, had something to do with it as well. Like, uh, you know, we had a conversation earlier. Uh, I, when I um, first got and I moved to Philly, I had a roommate. Um, so when she got pregnant, I was still with my roommate and we were like in the middle of our lease. So, you know, it just wound up that she was just staying, she was staying with us uh, for a little bit. Like it was no problem. It, everything worked out. It made everything easier. So like, like the first, like, I want to say three, three months, like we were all together. And then like my lease was about to come to an end. And then it was like some miscommunication there. And she, she re- went and got an apartment. But like then I actually, actually renewed my lease. So I had to stay there. So now we were separated. So we worked out a schedule where we both, you know, got spent time with our daughter. You know, sometimes I go up there, sometimes she'll come down there. And then sometimes we'll just stay away because it was kind of out of the way from where I worked at in the morning. So it kind of just didn't work out that way. So, but most of the time she would come down and stay with me because it was just easier for both of us. Okay. But then, you know, 
it, 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 then it kind of, you know, went 50, 50. She started staying at her place more because she was paying for it. You know what I mean? So it kind of just yeah. worked out that way. And there was, there was separation there. So that, you know, it, everything stemmed from there, the separation. So that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys um, separated and then how did you go from like, okay, sometimes, you know, she comes over there, sometimes you go over there to this point where you guys um, have decided that, you know, you're going to get her half the time and she's going to have her half the time because I haven't really heard much of that before um, in the black community, okay. you know, like that okay. is very interesting to me. So when it, whenever I heard you talk about that on y'all's podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like we don't ever have those type of conversations, right? All so right. Very <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and, I, and it's crazy you asked me this because I remember this conversation like the back of my hand it was like so we were literally trying to figure this out and I don't know what it is about me but like I, I'm like everybody always told me like oh you're going to be a great father you're going to be this I'm like uh okay because I'm great with my god kids I'm great with my nieces and my nephews it, it, it is what it is that's just me the type of person I am so when it comes to my daughter I'm like the same way it, it just it just clicked when she came when she was born it was just like a it just clicked and so like now we have this separation now this conversation where you guys to actually you know talk and come up with a plan and be an adult I didn't see any reason like I had a like she lived with me in the beginning when she was a baby um I had an apartment. She had a little crib in my room. You know, it was, she had a nice little setup and I'm more, I felt that I was more than capable to take care of my daughter without any help. You know what I mean? That's just me. So therefore I felt that there's no reason that it should be less than 50, 50. She disagreed. You know, she was, Oh no, she needs her mom more at this point in her life. She tried to hit me with that. And I was just like, no, it's 50 50 like I want my daughter half of the time like we can come up with a plan and that's what we eventually did where it just worked out I get her x y and z days and she get her you know x y and z days and you know we'll get every other weekend and then every other Monday you know what I mean so it's kind of like you know 50 50 but there, it, it just I just couldn't fathom me not having my daughter at least 50 percent of the time like it just it just didn't make sense to me like I agree. I mean, I understand like the community what's supposed what what typically happens, but I'm like that. I can't see myself being that guy and just letting my daughter go with her mom. You know, eighty percent of the time, and I'm getting her every other week. Like it just that just didn't work with me. I and I wasn't going to settle for anything less than that. I, she she threw me. Oh, we can go to court and let them figure it out. And it was just like, okay, we can. I don't, I mean, that doesn't matter because at the end of the day. I want my daughter 50% of the time and we can let them figure it out. But we both don't want our daughter in the court system. So it really was just like a, a empty threat, you know, to try to scare me, but it really didn't work. We we both came to agree instead. It was 50-50. Like, I'm, I like to think I'm a good father. She, I believe she thinks she knows I'm a good father. So it, it's not really any reason for her not to allow that to happen. I don't give her any reason for her to, you know, think, that she should have my daughter more than I, you know what I mean? So that's, that's how that kind of went down. And it's been, we, we set this schedule literally like about two years ago and we just been going with it ever since. 
Wow, that's amazing. So have you guys ever had like any issues with communication? Because I mean, I feel like you guys have to really have good communication to um, be able to do that, you know? As we have petty issues with communication, like things that really wouldn't mess up the grand scheme of things. Like, like we know we, we both are, have good heads on our shoulders. So we both know what the, the end, the, the end game plan is and what this is all for. And it's for our daughter. So like that we both know that's the number one priority and we kind of put our selfish ways aside when it comes to messing up it not being for journey like we won't let anything you know come in between that like everything we do is for her like like we both agree like that that's what it is like we'll have petty communication issues like oh why did you ask your mom to watch her when i'm capable of watching her like you know what i mean like because i'm the type of person like don't ask anybody to watch my daughter if you didn't ask me first because that's the time I could be spending with my daughter. Like, I'm selfish. Like, I was like, I'm with my daughter all the time. Like, unless <laughs> you ask anybody. Like, like, like a therapy cookouts, like three cookouts. Like, yo, T-Bark really brought his daughter to the cookout. Like, and it, everybody in Philadelphia, like, knows Journey. Like, oh, it's Journey. Hi, Journey. Like, she's more popular on my Instagram than me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and, it, and people, like, love her. Like, they grew with her. Like, through my Snapchat, they grew with her. And, like, it's like, like, people actually ask about her before they ask about me. And it's crazy. But that's just me. Like, so that's pretty much our, all our pettiness is just, like, oh, why did you do this? Why didn't you tell me this? It's never, we don't let it ever get serious where it'll it'll affect us from doing what's best for journey so okay now you you mentioned um whenever journey was born like there was something that clicked for you right and so you knew that you had to um basically put your big boy pants on right so a lot of guys don't really do that like it doesn't really click for them immediately like sometimes it takes a while do you have any idea of why that happens um honestly i think it's like the fight or flight thing it's just like it's it's are you going to do it or are you not you know what i mean it's like you really don't have time to decide like it's not something you can sit down and decide because if you're sitting down and decide clearly you're not going to do it it's not for you. You know what I mean? So it's, it's literally, I believe it's just like a fight or flight. It's like, if you, what are you going to do when you, when the stressor is put in front of you? Are you going to fight or are you going to run? And it's like, okay, I got to put my big boy pants on and put my gloves on and <laughs> let's fight this battle. So, I mean, that's it. But to keep it simple, I believe that's what it is. Um, other than that, like having a, a child, like the biggest thing, like, as a parent that you have to do is give up your selfishness. Because say that again. <laughs> and and really for you to tell somebody who's living a certain lifestyle to, they have to give up their selfishness and they're not ready, they're not gonna do it and they're not gonna want to do it. Like you're telling me now I can't go here, 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 or I have to worry about X, Y, and Z. Or I can't do this. I can't just get up and leave. I can't just get up and do this. It's a lot that comes with, and and then some people get scared. It's like, uh, you know what? I don't. 
I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. You know, I'm only X, Y, and Z age, or I'm only, you know, doing this. You know, I got this plan and that plan. In actuality, if you if you plan it right, you know, it, it'll you can still make anything work. You just gotta take a different route if you really want it. It's it's gonna happen regardless. So, but like I said, I I think it's just like a, a fight or flight thing. I think. I don't know, because I was talking to this one guy that I know, and he's a little Mm -hmm. older. He's like 38, and he said that it took him a while. He And I asked him, like, so what took you a while to actually realize that, okay, you need to do what you have to do for your child? And he was like, I don't know. I was just still out in the streets doing my own thing, and I wasn't really worried about it, you know? Worried about it? Like, you have a whole child. <laughs> you yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, where and, and I agree are, with you. Like, I mean, I was going to say when, there are people like you who, like, it automatically clicks, right? But then there are people, mm-hmm. on the other hand, where either, like, my homeboy, you know, it didn't click for him for a while. But then you also have some that it seems to never really click for. So, I just wonder, you know? Yeah, I have a I have a friend like that as well. Like it didn't it didn't click for right away, but when you when you say like it takes a while, I think if it takes you a while to come around for your child, like you already lost. Like it's it like it should never take you time to come around for your child. Like it should you should know like all right, this is your responsibility. When you lay down, like you know, you weren't really worried about it, so like you got to understand the outcome because you could have took preventative measures from this from happening, but you chose not to. So like when you say, Oh, you know, your homeboy, like that's a, that's a, that's lost time. Like you shouldn't come around to your child. Like you should already know, but don't get me wrong. That's a blessing. Like I'm happy when people come around because at the end of the day, like children need their fathers. Like, and it's like a crazy narrative that, you know, people believe that they don't, or, you know, that the father can be replaced, you know what I mean? If the, if the father's there, like, you know, children need their fathers just as much as they need their mothers. And that's what, and that was one of the, like like I said earlier, that one of the arguments that we had in the beginning, like she really tried to tell me that my, she needs, my daughter needs her more than me. And people believe that, but I, I wasn't buying it and I don't believe it. I think they need both parents equally. Equally. Yeah, and I believe I that too. Because I think that there are some things that, you know, <laughs> as a mother, I can teach my daughter, but I can't teach her some things that her father would teach her, like um, how a man should treat her. You know, like I think that, exactly. you know, the father sets the tone basically for any guy that comes after him, right? So if he sets that bar high, mm-hmm then it's like, okay, you know, like, I, I don't want anybody that doesn't treat me like my daughter. Well, for the most part, I mean, you have some girls who really don't care, but, you know, for the most part, I, I feel like if the father does a really good job of, you know, setting that bar, then his daughter won't really kind of uh, stray away from that, you know? And, and I agree with you. And I know that when we had that, we had that conversation on the uh, Absent Dad podcast about, you know, setting the bar. And the father is like the first male to set the bar. Like if he's not there to set the bar, somebody else will set the bar. And that first guy that she meets, if they can set the bar really, really low, or you know, they can set the bar. Get lucky and set the bar really, really high. You know what I mean? But most of the time, that first guy is going to set the bar low. Yeah, I mean, and we're see, all male, okay. Like, what do, who do we want? 
<laughs> okay, see, I'm going to have to tell you my story because my daddy wasn't really there growing up, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I go to college and um, what did I do? Like, how did I end up in it? So I, like, I crossed and my line sister was, like, dating this guy. And so, like, they were staying off campus and... You know, I had a car, she didn't. So I would take her over there, whatever. So I went to college with the mindset that, okay, because my mom was a single mom, right? So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I am not, like, dating. I'm just going to go here and get my degree and (laughs) do what I came and do, right? But it's like, I don't know in what moment did I, like, lose sight of what I was there for. But somehow, like, I started talking to this guy's roommate, right? And so... um, Uh (laughs) anyways long story short um I ended up getting pregnant like literally I probably had sex for like two years I don't know it was craziness okay and ended Mm -hmm. up pregnant and like I never thought I would be in that situation but I didn't have anybody to teach me like I didn't have anybody to tell me like I needed to have like certain conversations with these guys before I actually, you know, like was fooling around with them. And like, even like my daughter's dad, he already had a kid in high school. And so like, I had this conversation with him, but even though I didn't have like any clue about how I was supposed to communicate with the guy, I was like, okay, you know, like I'm not on birth control. Um, I don't want any kids, Uh, you know, like that sort of thing. Like we had this conversation um, he had already had a son. He claimed that he didn't you know, want another kid. But, like, here we are doing these things and not protecting ourselves, right? And so what happens? Mm-hmm. I end up pregnant. And, you know, I, I don't want to say, like, I want to speak, like, negative about him or whatever because I'm very thankful that um, he does, like, do some things because there are some guys that don't do a thing, right? So I'm always thankful that <laughs> at least he does something. But it's like, like you said, um, if like, maybe if my dad was there, maybe I wouldn't have been in that situation. But I don't know. You know, I don't know because I, I didn't have him there. But I don't think that um, I just settled for anybody because like this guy, he did, he was working um, to be in college. He was in the military, actually. And so um, he had his own place and he seemed like he knew how to take care of bills. So, you know, like I thought that he was like a decent guy. I mean, he was taking me out, you know, most of the time in college, like you said, like guys didn't want to take you out. Like we literally dated for probably like three or four months before we actually started having sex. So like we, I don't know, we had like really good conversations. So I don't know. I just said that to say that I don't think it's always the case that if the dad is not there, that, you know, um, the bar is set low, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, because of no, my own like personal I, situation. Yeah, and like I said, there, there are cases where, you know, you do get lucky and you meet a good guy and he sets the bar high. Like, you know, but I'm pretty sure you know, there are more guys out there, you know, just trying to, you know, learn and grow rather than somebody, you know, the first guy you meet to set the bar is somebody with a good head on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you guys are co-parenting 50-50. So I guess like five years from now, or maybe even 10 years from now, like how do you think that will affect your daughter? Because I did take some time to read some articles because I'm a nerd, kind of, sort of. And so I didn't really know a whole lot about this, like 50-50 
you know, shared parenting or co-parenting or whatever you want to call it. I personally don't co-parent. Like my dad, I mean, my, my child's father or child's dad, whatever, he lives in Memphis. I live in Houston. So, um, mm. like when we were, so like we, we uh, had her in college basically. And, you know, we try to work it out kind of the same thing, but, um, I don't know. I think we let that drag on for like a year. And so I, finally I was like, okay, if this doesn't like get any better, like you keep saying that you're going to do better, but you're not doing better. Okay. You're not. And so anyways, I don't know as women. I just think that we, we really allow stuff to just go on instead of just like sucking it up and cutting it off. Like I think cause we're emotional beings that we allow that. And I'm <laughs> like, now I learn like we have to be, more accountable and responsible instead of like just saying that okay like he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that but it's like sis you're allowing it okay so like I was just like I can't do this anymore and basically we broke up and I moved so I moved to Houston he was still in Mississippi and we talked like after I moved and I was like okay you know so are you gonna start to like try to step up like I don't mind meeting you halfway because I think it's like a seven hour job and so I didn't mind like meeting yeah, him like halfway or whatever he didn't even want to do that I think he was at the point where like since I didn't want to be in this what we called a relationship anymore it was like he was shutting down and not wanting to talk to our child or do like mm. anything you know and I think I don't know if like it's like common with guys but like for a while, like he just didn't want to talk or anything because I guess he was mad because I didn't want to be with him. You know what I'm saying? And I know some yeah, women not, are like that too, but I, I don't know like what caused that. I don't know. And so finally he woke up and he acted as if he was like going to, you know, try to be more present because I talked to him a lot about like the importance of like being like physically present for his child and it's like my dad was not there for me so I really thought that okay I had this guy who was better than my dad and he was actually gonna be there for his child but like one of my friends was like you know like him he hasn't really been there much for his son besides like you know sending him money and stuff so what makes you think that he's gonna be there for your child you know what makes you any different and I'm thinking like like we didn't even have sex immediately like we had conversations we had this we had that but it's like the reality right so I can't make yeah. him change it's like he has to want to change on his own and I don't know Tyrese I really think that you know maybe he's starting to like wake up but it's a real slow process and I used to talk to him a lot like all the time about like being physically present because he like he will do anything like as far as like you know providing for her right like I don't have a problem with that but mm. it's like getting him to call her or getting him to um you know want to spend time with her it's like really hard and so finally I just stopped talking about it because I was like you know clearly whatever I'm saying is not working like this guy has to really want to do it for himself and yeah I think like like I said he's finally starting to wake up um but it's a slow process and he's not there yet <laughs> so I'm like what is it like what is it with the guys I don't know um, it could be a lot of things like I said 
And he had both his parents. So, you know, people talk all the time about like, well, you know, if the child, if the guy's father was not there, I mean, he, he grew up with both parents. Now, whether his dad was there or not, maybe that was a conversation that we should have had, but yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We had this conversation on on our podcast as well, just about like preventing Debbie dads having those conversations. But like you said, like you think, oh, we didn't even and sex right away, you know, we waited some time, you know what I mean? And like, we we talked about that as well. We're like, you know, guys are going to put on a mask, you know, and tell you whatever you want to give, whatever they want. They'll, they'll wait it out. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's exactly what he did, but like, that's like the, the worst part of, you know, figuring out somebody. Like you think you know somebody and the whole time they were just being somebody else just to get what they want. Yeah. Or, you know, females would definitely... Females would definitely have conversations with guys before and and pretty much tell them exactly what they like and, and what they want. And then that guy will put on his acting and be whatever she says she wanted, you know, to get what he wanted. You know what I mean? So that's that's one of the things that, that just happens. But like I said, it's, it's a communication thing. It's like, you know, putting finding somebody who's honest and having them put everything on the table what they want what you want you know what if but there's no problem putting it what if like if we do get pregnant i don't think there's a problem with asking that question like there's there's no problem with you know figuring what somebody would do if you're in a situation even though you know it's just a hypothetical so you really don't know how they would handle it like you'll get an idea of what their mental is uh, just having like a conversation with somebody, you know, figuring out what people really want, you know, asking questions, uh, you know, act, put the what ifs on the table, you know, what if when you're dealing with somebody, you know, what if we do get pregnant, you know what I mean? What if this does happen? You know, what is your plans in five years or how would you handle this? Even though guys will put on the facade or, you know, that females will tell them exactly what they want and then, you know, you're giving them the answers to the test. A guy will take that cheat cheat sheet and and go right to the test and pass it until he gets his a and gets what he wants you know what i mean like females just got to do a better job of you know breaking down these guys figuring out what they want and where they are mentally you know what i mean and not just you know give things up physically and then you know take your precautions so you're not in this situation where you're where you're pregnant and then you find out that the guy you thought was you know X, Y, and Z is really A, B, and C. It's like, ah, uh, you know, he got me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, you got me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you win. Like, I don't know how to look at like, and, and, and it could be the opposite as well, because I know that's probably what the mother of my child thought. Like, oh, you know, when, it, when she comes, he probably is not going to, you know, be too much. You know what I mean? But I'm not saying that is what she, what she thought or what she but she didn't, but it just so happened that it kind of worked out for the best for her. Like I'm, I like to believe I'm a good father and I try my best to do what I need to do and we make things work. So and she's a blessing to me as well when it comes to my daughter. So it definitely goes both ways. I don't want to make it just seem like it's a one way thing, but you know, we have our, our back and forth, but like I said, it, it always is what's best for our daughter and we make it work. And we pretty much, I'm thankful that she has a great head on her shoulders and she makes her own and she 
she brings to the table. She has her own table, and she, you know, brings to her own table. She doesn't ask me for anything to put on her table over there, and I don't ask her to put anything on my table over here. So I'm definitely blessed in that in that nature. We don't even have those conversations. We split everything fifty-fifty when it comes to journey. It it just works out. I'm probably blessed. Like I don't. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, if you like surveyed like ten people right now, I'm pretty sure nobody would be in that situation. Probably like one out of ten. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, I'll take it. We're we're both blessed, you know. (laughs) So. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I feel like you know you you had your daughter like little older, but if you've had time to kind of observe like the younger guys that, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say get the women pregnant. Cause you know, it's like equally like their fault, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, they're less likely to step up like immediately. Do you think it is an age factor and like a maturity thing or um, is it something um, else? See, I don't like to say age. I don't like to say age, but definitely a maturity thing because we all mature at different ages. Like We all mature at our, our own speeds at different times. It's it's a selfish thing. And, like, are you mature enough to give it up? Because, like, there's a certain lifestyle that, that guys are used to living. If you're a single male and you're used to living in this certain lifestyle, like, a child will change that drastically. And for you to just give that up, you have to be unselfish and realize that, you know, your everything is for your child now. Like you're giving that life up for your child now. Most guys don't want to give that up. They'll be honest with you. Like, well, I don't want to give this up. I still want to do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And and having a child on, on their name is, might hurt that, you know, oh, no, he has a kid. I don't want him. Or You know what I mean? In that type of nature, so I don't. I know it's not just that, but I don't. I don't want to say it's an age thing because I know people who are who are young, uh, like my co-host Chad. You know, he was put in a situation and he stepped up to the plate without a problem, and he was young when he had his first. So it's definitely not an age thing. It's just a maturity thing, and and of course, the older you get, you know, the more mature you get. But we all mature at different ages, so I don't want to just say it's just an age thing. Yeah, I would for put sure. it more on the, the, the maturity side of things. Yeah, definitely. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's more common in the earlier 20s versus, like, the later 20s. Um, yeah, I know people who are in their 30s that don't step up. Like, I know, like, somebody who is, like, 36 what two and had a child and it just was like no I'm used to this lifestyle I don't I'm not giving it up yet wow. and then, you know, eventually they came around but like I like I said I've seen people in all different age groups you know not be ready for a child and I've seen people who are young just just be ready and willing to step up the plate and accept responsibility so saying so you um you mentioned something about um, people not wanting to like talk to you because you have kids. So let's talk a little bit about dating. Now I don't know, you know, it's only been like two years for you 
or so but have you tried mm-hmm. to like get back on the dating scene and if you have like how has it been for you like communicating that you have your daughter like 50 percent of the time or is that even a conversation for you um it's definitely a conversation but I think like most people that know me just know I have a daughter like I don't I'm not one to hide it. Like, if you look at any of my social media, like, you'll see her all over. Like, it is what it is. Everybody knows. So that that's not one of the things that I try to hide. I mean, uh, some females are, you know, like, no, you know, like, I'm not even going to try it. Or they know the mother of my child. Because, I mean, once you're in a circle, you're in a circle. Like, I still have conversations or meet people from from my school because it's just naturally easier so they you know that's just what my circle consists of so you know mostly them so they know me or I mean they'll, they'll know her mom or whatever so they'll be like nah you know what I mean but I'll, I'll get out eventually and they it's not really that big of a deal like people understand once you get to like like, there's, like, a little joke going around, like, if, if you're over 28, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find somebody without a kid. <laughs> like, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, and that's one of the things you have to be understandable and, 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 and accepting. Like, people do have kids now, you know. So, if you're not young and dating and find somebody young, you know what I mean? They're most likely going to have a kid. I don't really know too many people who are my age without kids, actually, or or that are not married. So yeah, I think. Well, for me, I'm a bit younger, so <laughs> I'm like, yeah. um, like a lot of people my age, they are like single. Like honestly, I don't really have a lot of friends that have kids. You know, um, most of my oh, friends are yeah. single. so like even like whenever I meet guys they are like single they don't have any kids and so they're still living this sort of lifestyle and some of them don't really understand like what it takes to raise a kid on your own you know or just raise a kid in general or even maybe they just feel like they don't understand maybe that's Mm -hmm. it and it it may be honestly easier to actually get to meet somebody with a kid because like you have that understanding that like the child comes first and if you meet somebody that's single like they're still living their selfish lifestyle like you know they want to be first like put me first you know what I mean it's like you know yeah. they, they want to be selfish with everything so like that could be a problem as well you know yeah and I can understand maybe that's why a lot of females wouldn't want a guy with a child because they would like they already understand that the child would be first and they wouldn't yeah so I think it's like (laughs) it's like something that we really have to you know um think about when I guess we meet people right do you understand that this is my you know current life exactly like that's another conversation like you know expressing yourself putting putting your your views your thoughts letting people know where you are in life and and what to expect uh but yeah so i mean as far as dating i mean there's still females out there that that don't mind so you know everything's good over here to clear that air uh I, I think that's what you were fishing for in that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah everything's good uh you know 
No, I just always like to ask because that's like one of the most popular questions. Like people always like to hear about like this whole dating thing because, you know, it's changed a lot since back in the day. Like, you know, people don't really want to be like friends, get to know you. You know, what was it called? Like, I think y'all talked about it, too, like courting. I think that was a thing, right? So you actually took time to get to know the person. But, like, you meet people now, and it's like, they're already ready to have sex. Like, you don't even really know me. But it's exactly. like... Like, society is crazy. Everybody's ready to go. Like, like listen. Ready, ready to go. Like, I, and it's not even a problem. I'm like, sir, did we did we have a conversation yet? Like, <laughs> wait. wait. Yeah, but it's crazy out here. So anyways, I <laughs> just like to ask, because people are always like, ask them, you know, what they think about dating. And I'm like, okay, I got you. Yeah, so that, that with that being said, like, uh, it's not too big of a deal dating while, you know, having a child. Uh, so, I think I it's mean. different for guys, though. Like, I think I think it's different for guys because women are more understanding than guys. Uh-huh. I think I think because guys are more selfish. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say all that. But I, think, uh, <laughs> I just, I think that's like that's my personal thought. I think it's easier. I know, I know, I know. You know. <laughs> I'm not going to hold down for the guys. I'm not going to let you just throw us under the bus like that. But, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I can agree with that um, to a certain extent. You know, we females, uh, like, if, you, if you're if you thinking about the pregnancy thing, like, females have to have the child for 10 months. Like, they got that bonding time. They give up all of that selfishness. Like, that's their child. Like, they had that time to bond. Like, you know, the male necessarily didn't have that bonding time when the baby comes. They still could be a little bit more selfish because they don't, they didn't really have that connection with the child yet. So I can understand you saying that. For sure, because I feel like um, (laughs) it's like, you know, the girl or the woman is pregnant and then the guy can really continue to do what he's been doing. Like, his lifestyle doesn't really stop because of the exactly whereas the woman has to like kind of make some drastic changes you know for this child yeah off rip so they're they're already 10 10 minutes of 10 months of uh, preparing for this like you know they're already preparing for this so that uh that already gives them that yes and um I think there was one other question that someone asked. Oh, like, okay, so family issues. So I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about, you know, your family and your um, daughter's mother's family. Like, do you guys communicate at all? Um, Kind of talk a little bit about how that goes. I know there is one question where someone said that, she had an issue with her child's father's family. Like, I guess since her and the child's father had issues, like the family didn't really want to help out or have anything to do with the child. I don't know if that's an issue that you, know, you guys have or if, you know, everything is all good. Uh, no, actually, everything is all good. Uh, everybody's, you know, 
copacetic over here. Um, everybody communicates with everybody. So it's, it's definitely all love. Um, her parents are actually like closer. So they help out a lot, lot more than my parents. Well, my mom helps out a lot, a lot because she sends my daughter stuff. Like I can honestly say, I don't remember the last time I bought my daughter some clothes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just because my mom sent her so many packages. So it's like a blessing. But like my parents love her and mom, that's like my mom's like baby. Like she doesn't take care of me anymore. She, she just sent me like dumb little packages. I'm like, mom, what is this? Like, you know, she just sent me like a, she just sent me like a spatula or like some bowls. And I just look at it like, mom, really? What is this? But now everything's for her. Like she, I don't remember the last time she sent me anything. So it's like definitely all for a journey. Like she's all about journey. Like, and I talked to her pop up on her mother's side. You know, we can have a conversation. We could, we could chill, have a beer. Like it's no problem. Like everything's love. So it's like, I'm definitely, we definitely are blessed. Like uh, it's like a, I guess a rare situation. You can kind of say. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so but no, every, like everybody's be, cool. Yeah, that's so good. Good to know that there there's at least one out there, okay? Yeah, no, and, and it's it's all about putting the, the best foot forward. Like like we don't we never want like I'm the type I don't want no drama. Like I don't I'm not gonna argue with you. Like we're not gonna go through any of that. Like that's just not me. Like I'm not gonna deal with it. It's just it's just not me. I'm not that type of person. So like we never started off like that and it's never come to that point where we had to like I have to tell my mom like oh she did X, Y, and Z. She never had to tell her dad like oh he did X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And it was like so bad that everybody had ill feelings. Like it just never was that. And we never let and we all of our problems were capable of handling ourselves. So we don't have to really go elsewhere. Like, you know, we do a great job of that. Like handling everything in house, like I think that's a, a big part of the success, or you know, developing that that family bond from all angles, and not everybody having any ill feelings for any anybody else is just like if you can handle it yourself, like just get it taken care of, you know, come up with a solution, and you know, handle it rather than getting parents involved, and then next time, you know, you gotta. Uh, and go to Thanksgiving dinner and you're dropping off your daughter and, you know, everybody looking at you with the side eye, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather it be all loved and, you know, all grills and, you know, bad vibes. Yeah, for sure. So I think my last question, though, is like, do you think that this 50-50 co-parenting thing will be like forever or do you think that you guys will have to like reconvene whenever she's a little bit older and going back and forth do you think that there will Um, come a time for that or is that something that you know you have thought about or not yet I mean I'm I'm a I'm a realist (laughs) it can't it can't it can't last forever you know what I mean it is not and she's like if I if if I had a son I I try to you know make it so where she he lives with me because he's a boy like you know yeah gotta learn man and stuff but I have a daughter so I know eventually she's gonna need to be around her mom 
you know, to learn women things, you know, <laughs> what I mean? do women things. Yeah. And then, you know, who, who knows where we end up like moving and then where she's enrolled in high school, you know, whoever, I guess she lives like closer to her, wherever she's enrolled. I mean, I know they'll take, you know, precedent, you know, and then but by that time she'll be more, more of a, I guess, self-efficient. She can pick up the phone and call me and, you know, we can have these talks and, you know, it wouldn't be a, a real problem. If she wanted to come over here, she can, you know, make her way over here herself, you know, things of that nature. But I know eventually she'll be over with her mom more than with me. I just don't want to think about that time yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to think about that yet. I'm just enjoying my 50-50 right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask because I, um, I thought that that was something <laughs> um, to think about. But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, you talked about, like, if you ever move. So, I guess, like, really, um, it takes some sacrificing on both ends, right? Because you guys have to live close for that to be able to work. Yeah. Um, Right now, we're, like, probably, like, 25, 30 minutes away from each other. So, it's not too, too bad. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tyrese, is there anything else that you wanted to include or you know, any advice that you might have for any dads out there who may be kind of interested in this whole 50-50 co-parenting thing, but they don't know how to go about it or where to start? Uh, the best advice I can give is, you know, put your best foot forward. You're like, you don't have to win every every battle. It's about the war. You know, you got to give some. It's a give and take, uh, you know, develop a great bond, great conversation, and, you know, you can move from there. Awesome. Well, um, you can let everybody know where they can find you on social media and connect, and then also tell them a little bit about the Absent Dad podcast, because I know, um, you guys, when did you start? It's like a few months ago or so? Yeah, yeah, we we started uh, in the middle of uh june i want to say matter of fact it was it was may we started in may um yeah the absent dad podcast we're on um on cloud we're, we're gonna get on itunes now we have a pod of being um uh, we're on instagram at the uh, absent dad podcast um you can find me tbark58 uh on twitter uh instagram uh, Snapchat, it's all tbark58. Um, you want to reach out to me? Gmail tbark58. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, the Absent Dad podcast is just me and my co host Chad Black. Um, two fathers come together. We're from two different worlds. He has a fiance, he has a beautiful home and lives and lives at home um, with his fiance. Uh, so you know, they he has uh, three children. You know, and four, if you listen to the uh, the Absent Dad podcast, you know, what we talk about that and get yes. into that. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's just us coming together. You know, we decided, to, you know, people wanted to hear about Black fathers talking. And, you know, we love having conversations. So we're like, we might as well put it down and have people hit, uh, listen, tune in and, you know. Yeah, I mean, we need that in today's world. We need, we really do. And I've listened to, you know, a few episodes and I really like it. 
So I encourage Thank all you. of you Thank to you. go and check it out. I'll link the podcast and I'll link all the um, information in the show notes so that everybody can go and check it out. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I definitely appreciate you having me here on your podcast to talk today. I had a great conversation. Love the conversation. Uh, so everything is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. No problem. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know that T-Bark is hilarious, (laughs) but I definitely hope you got something from listening to this. And if you did, please take out the time to leave us a review. Also, don't forget to rate the podcast and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Next week, we'll be chatting with another single dad. So definitely stay tuned for that. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. You can also connect with me on Facebook at Single Black Motherhood. And then you can check out the website at www.singleblackmotherhood.com. I hope to see you guys back here next week to chat with another single dad. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Bye.